Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. We'll let the dead air talk first. <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, so into our theme. I... All right, it's all good. Welcome, everybody, to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the most illustrious, the most drinking so much. What are you drinking today? Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in Geekdom Land. I am drinking an iced coffee that I made myself. He is all set it's with his iced coffee, everybody. I am drinking my normal Rockstar. Man, I, they probably should be sponsoring us because of how much I drink it. Rockstar <laughs> Zero Fruit Punch today. Uh, and also, uh, anyway, hey, everybody. We are talking about Bad Batch. Star Wars, The Bad Batch. The Which season are we on? Second season. Season two. Season two. Season two. Dos. Mike and I have not talked about this whatsoever we have saved it for the podcast so you're gonna see oohs and ahs and shocks and the whole bit all in real time today on two geeks <laughs> we didn't even talk about it in our briefing before the show either no we almost started <laughs> yeah um, we did we did almost we were like oh save it save it save it save it for the save podcast, for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody, we're so glad you're here with us. Thank you so much for joining us because we are we are doing the penultimate and the last. Penultimate, I think, is the, isn't that the fancy term for next to last? Uh, I don't know. You're <laughs> the one that knows all the $3 words. Wait a minute. Is that a $3 word? Penultimate. $4 word. Oh, wow. $4 word. <laughs> Steven's really pulling the the vocabulary out on us today. Yeah, I'm pulling it out of somewhere. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, oh gosh. So all right everyone, here's the dealio. So um we are how shall I say this? We're jumping right in because we got some stuff to talk about. So um if you would please uh um, if you're enjoying our content, if you could just hit the like button for us, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we are new to the realm of YouTube. And so um, anything you do, please comment below if you have any comments uh, during the show. And um, we just love enjoying our time interacting with everyone when you join us on early Saturday mornings. So with that, hey, Wolf Killer oh, 206, good morning. Well, wait, we were going to let Angie... Uh... Do a little geek dar for us because we, oh, we yeah, Angie. I'm so sorry, Angie. So we we don't really have for Mike and I, we really don't have any geeky news or geek dar because we're all consumed in this. But Angie has something she wants to share. Angie, I what was do. on your geek dar for this week? Well, wait, wait, let's let's play the yep, bump. play the sound. Well, you don't need that private. We're right here. Now what is it? Now what is it? I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. 
sweeps. And the creeps. That's not all he's lost. Steven, you made me work hard on getting a video for that bumper, and and you're trying to forego it. Uh, he's like, I, I just want to get to the main event. Right. 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 Uh, uh, Angie, so what did you go see? What did you go see? So... There was a special fan event, which wasn't all that special, but whatever, uh, of um, Dungeons and Dragons on Thieves on Wednesday. It was epic. I totally, I could kick myself in the rear because I totally forgot the map to show you guys. So I'll have to show you next week. But the, I guess the reason why it was called a fan event is because they gave you a map. About yay big, eight by 10, I guess. And it was a map of the Forgotten Realms. So if if any of you out there know anything about Dungeons Dragons, that's one of that's the realms. Cool. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so it shows like all the areas um, within that realm. And um, there was a few discrepancies I saw in there. They didn't show the Fey <laughs> realm. However, on the map, that's however, all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I know. Total D and D nerd, <laughs> right? But. Yeah, um, but yeah, so they gave you that. They gave you a poster. And at the very beginning, they had the cast come on and say, hey, thank you so much for coming out to the theaters to see our show and all this stuff. That's so that cool. was kind of cool. Um, but no, it was it was really, really good. I was totally nerding out because at the very beginning, they showed Icewind Dale. And I was like, oh, this looks like Icewind Dale. And I was right. So I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> but um, it was really cool to see like... Because, you know, when you play D&D, it's all in your head. And so you have to, like, try and, as a, especially as a DM, you have to try and match what's in your head so that your players can uh, understand and kind of get an idea of what you're, what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And so it was so cool to be able to see, you know, Neverwinter and the Underdark and all this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, they showed Neverwinter? They showed Neverwinter. Now, granted... One of my pet peeves was that it should have been bigger because it didn't look like it was super big. And Neverwinter is a huge hub in the Forgotten Realms. But um, it was really, really cool. And, like, it was so neat to see, like, at one point they showed, like, um, the mage hand between one of the characters and another one that was fighting against each other. They had, are you ready for this? They had an owlbear. And Albear, it was so cool. Um, So, so So did they have the big eyeball thingy? Oh, uh, um, totally the beholder. Uh, They did not show the beholder, um, unfortunately, but they did have a gelatinous cube. So that was cool. Um, yeah. Uh, Let me ask you this on a scale. uh, If you had to put a scale, what would the scale be? Okay. So I was thinking about that because I am going to do my own review on my, um, on my podcast. Uh But, um, yeah. So obviously since it's D and D, you got to do nat one critical fail to nat 20 critical hit. Nice. I would probably give it a 16. So there was okay. a few things that I was kind of disappointed in. Um, but overall, it was really good. Story was good. The characters, like, very, very well written. They had a nice little story arc for some of them. And mm-hmm. um, I 
I have to admit, this is probably like they finally listened to the fans and they made a good D and D movie. Right. You know, so I'm very. I mean, again, there might be some people that eh, I wouldn't rank it that high, but like honestly, like coming from somebody who was a player who has been a dungeon master for the past couple of years, mm-hmm. I really, really liked it. And there was things in there that I was like, yep, that was a nat one. Yep. Oh, wow. That was a critical success. Like, you know, like it was so cool. Right. And I was literally saying that in the theaters. It was so funny. Um, but yeah, I definitely am going to see it again. Nice. Show Ooh, everyone your t-shirt okay. that you showed us. Huh? Your t-shirt. Show, show everyone your t-shirt you showed oh. us. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 this one, this one. Yeah, so on my second, uh, when I go to see it again, I'm, I'm wearing this. And when I went the first time, I had like a green hood and all this kind of stuff to kind of represent my my ranger, you know, because I always play a ranger. Um, but so this say is what, what it says for, for those one. who are listening, her have her listening by audio only. What does it say? It says, how do you want to do this? And, and, it's, and it's got a 20D on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I... I didn't want to buy a critical role shirt because they are super expensive. Um, <laughs> love critical role, but you know, that's a lot of money. Um, and <laughs> I didn't have a Matt Mercer. How do you want to do this shirt? So I went on Amazon because I buy everything. off. Oh, Amazon. that's a great shirt though. I like that. Right. I found that and I was like, yep, that's what I'm wearing. <laughs> nice. So, but yeah, overall it was really, really good. And you actually get to see Chris Pine sing which is hilarious um because he plays a bard so um for those who don't know anything about it you've got the bard you've got the warrior you've got the druid um and then you've got like two or three uh two spellcasters i believe um so yeah it was it was kind of interesting cool so and they do show the different um like the tiger people which i always forget their name because that's the more like newer expansions and stuff from mm-hmm. D mm-hmm. um but they uh they have they showed them they showed the bird people like it, it was really cool because all this stuff you see in your head or you see in the books and they were bringing it to life and you're like Whoa. you know and like the underdark they showed the one part uh where they were walking through the tunnels and then they showed like from a far glance the city and I was like, oh, my gosh, this looks exactly like what I thought it was going to be. So <laughs> it, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I would definitely recommend going and seeing this movie. Excellent. Yeah. Good. So, so we're seeing the theater and you're saying it's even worth seeing the theater theater a second time. Oh, heck yeah. Because wow. I know there's things that I missed, oh. you know, um, right. and like like one of my pet peeves was like the uh, the owlbear like. Unless you're homebrewing it and being like, yeah, sure, I'll let you, you know, when you're a druid, be an owlbear. Um, That's not, like, how that works. But it's minor stuff compared to the overall aspect of it. And, like, there's, on some parts, there was, like, twists and turns that I didn't even see coming. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't see that. And so, I don't know, I just, I feel like they all did really, really well. And it's hilarious because I believe all except for one or two of the main characters has played D&D. The rest of them have never played D&D before. Uh, It was really cool. It was really cool. So, but yeah, definitely go see it. 
Um, awesome. It came out the 31st. And so it, it's definitely worth checking out. Nice. Thank you, Angie. So, yeah, of Thank course. you. Of course. All right. Have a good show. So, hey, real quick, since you, yes. you said the map was incorrect, um, yes. I, I'm going to guess that Michael Whitwer was not involved with the making of that map. I, for those of you who don't know, Sam Whitwer, who mm-hmm. plays the voice of Darth Maul on mm-hmm. the Clone Wars and Rebels and mm-hmm. everything he's been in, um, his brother, Michael Whitwer, Mm-hmm. is a huge D&D fanatic, and yeah. he's just put out a book recently. Right. Oh. Um, I actually saw it at, at uh, Barnes & Noble the other night. But uh, he's actually put out a D&D book with, you know, a lot of uh, artwork and stuff, just, you know, paying tribute to D&D and, and everything. So right. I'm guessing Michael Whitworth didn't have anything to do with that map because I, I he would have so. known. The, th- the funny thing is Joe Magnelio, who um, – you know, he's a lot of people know him from a lot of different things, but he's a huge D&D nerd. Um, he supposedly helped on this, but I didn't see his name in the credits. Of course, okay. granted, like, you know, they're going so fast and all that kind of stuff that you don't really. Right. So I'm going to have to IMDB it. But um, yeah. And the map is like only yay big. So like, I don't know if they pushed the they realm oh, like it was a little further over. But from, I mean, they had Cormier and it was in the right spot. And then they had like the desert and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, I mean, like, I'm just, I'm a nerd and I have all these different maps for like second edition and all this kind of stuff, you know, right. so I was comparing. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. But, oh, and one last question before we let you go. Yes. Was there a post credit scene? I did not see one and I stayed okay. like for a long time. Now okay. they could have like, wait it like you know because there was so many names and all this kind of stuff from all the people that worked on this that they it could have had one okay but i'm not sure yet i haven't looked that up yet because i'm gonna do some research again before i go and see it again so that way i can do it on my i was uh, just curious because you know as marvel movie fanatics we're all trained to stay through the credits and oh yeah We've started to do that with like almost every any movie. <laughs> yeah. So I was just yeah. curious. Yeah, I haven't seen one, but uh, they did do like they showed a couple credits and then they did do a little scene. So technically it was a post credit scene. But um, yeah, so and I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it was there, like, just there definitely is go one. check it out. There, there is, is a post credit scene. There is a post credit scene. It's okay. a callback to a moment earlier in the film. Okay. 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 So be forewarned if you go see it to stick around. Yeah, for the stay film. to the very end. Yeah. They kick you out. <laughs> like I, I almost didn't stay for the end of John Wick Four because. Oh, is there of, a post credit in that too? There is a post. So there wasn't one in one. There wasn't one in two. Was, there wasn't yeah. one in three. But in four, there yeah. is one. So okay. if you go see it, everybody, really good, make sure you Because I stay. plan on going to see it. Because so. I had actually walked out, and then a friend that was went with us called us back in he's got his phone and he's going hey, <laughs> hey come get on back here come that's on so back funny. you that's know hilarious. kind of thing that's yeah. really cool that they have a post credit right we were the only ones plus one other person that stayed uh-huh. and it was a full theater well two-thirds full but i mean nice. everybody left because you know you yeah. don't expect it 
kind of a thing. So I will right. say I was a little sad that the theater wasn't more packed, but then again, it was a Wednesday night and a lot of people are like, I got to get up for work in the morning. I'll just wait until the weekend. Oh, it is the fan event. And that's those yeah. pay extra. You know, you've, you're a fan if you're paying the extra to go. Yeah. See yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, cool beans. Yeah. All right. Have a good show guys. Awesome. Thanks Angie. <laughs> I'm jealous of people of AMCs. What, what, what did AMC get? Um, they have a, a D20 popcorn bucket. Oh, cool. That's neat. I want one, <laughs> but we don't have an AMC. Uh, well, we got some in Missouri. All right. We ready to move on? Yeah, go ahead, man. Let's do this. Oh, I almost played the wrong. It's time for the main event. Season finale. Um, yeah. What were the names of these episodes? Shoot. Uh, well, the other one was. Uh, the last one is Plan 99. Right. I know that for sure. Uh, right. Dang it. I should have had this ready. Sorry. That's okay. That's all right. Disney I could have had it ready too, but that's okay. No blame here, everybody. No blame. Megan, why did you not have it ready yet, Megan? No, I'm just teasing. I'm teasing everybody. Megan does a great job. Just teasing. All right. Really, our uh, season is this? Season two. Yeah, season two. um, Probably should do a little synopsis of each one. Yeah, that would be good, too. So Um, real quick, real quick thing. Everybody, if you've seen these, I would really like you to put some comments in... Yeah, in the comment section in the chat because I'm really curious. Mike and I have not talked, and um, I, I'm really fascinated to see what everybody thinks about these two episodes. The uh, okay, I got it. I, I it's what it's only 16 episodes. I don't know how many. How many do we have? It in is the first 16 season? episodes. Uh, okay, season one. I get season two ready, and then you throw me off with season one. Thanks, Stephen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Normally, you know these things, these little details and stuff yeah. and all that. So, uh, Season one was, it was 16 episodes also. Okay. All so, right. Uh, hmm. and uh, there's a reason I'm asking that question, everybody. We'll get into it in a little bit. Oh, okay. so, oh there's a method behind your madness. There is a method behind my bad- madness while I'm saying All right. That. So uh, these two episodes were called The Summit which is episode 15 and episode 16 is called plan 99. Mm-hmm. Um, the summit plot summary on Pabu tech briefs, tech briefs, the rest of bad batch about his search through the Republic and the Imperial files for information about the advanced science d- division. His search has yielded little information about crosshairs location and Dr. Royce Hemlock. Echo informs the rest of the clones that Hemlock is scheduled to attend a conference at Governor Tarkin's compound on. Shut up, Echo. <laughs> anyway, sorry, my uh, Amazon Alexa is set to Echo in here. <laughs> anyway, uh, conference at, at uh, Governor Tarkin's compound in Irudo. I don't know how you say that. That's all right. Go ahead. In two rotations, Echo proposes planting a homing beacon on Hemlock's ship 
and using it to find Hemlock's base and Crosshair's location. Um, Hunter is skeptical about the plan since they are a tactical, they are at a tactical disadvantage. Tech counters that with that Crosshair is their brother, while Omega says that Crosshair is well, <laughs> she says her, her, he's her brother, their brother too. Mm-hmm. Wrecker is also supportive. Hunter talks about reinforcements. Echo replies that Rex is on a mission and says that their team is sufficient enough to get it in and get out without alerting the Imperials, but that they need to move quickly. Hunter agrees with the plan. So um, that's not the full thing. I'm not going to read all of it. (laughs) There's a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's just quick. I started reading it. I'm like, holy cow, this is longer than I thought it was. Right. Yeah. We don't need it. I mean, it's like like giving a whole episode away. Um, That's just that's just the summit now. Um, I thought these two episodes, in my opinion, were fantastic. Um, Rather dark. I, I, and, and, uh, I love the way it ended, honestly, because I went, I did the whole David Tennant, Dr. Who, what, what, <laughs> right. Anyone knows Dr. Who that's, that's what, that's what David Tennant does a lot too. What, what I so, did that too. Um, I did that too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it right. shocked me. It felt the end felt very empire strikes back. I thought of you at the end going, it's Empire Strikes Back style. Mike yes. probably is enjoying this. Oh, absolutely loved it. I thought this was fantastic. So what's uh, your what's our let's do our scale here real quick. Are we now are we measuring this as two episodes as one episode or we we because they came out together? I would I would I say do it that good. way. That's good. And let's see. I, I I know what I know what our scale should be. All right. Okay. I got an idea for our scale. Okay, go. I, I say we go with tech goggles okay all right all right all right we'll explain um, that later everybody if you haven't seen it tech goggles. after the spoilers uh, uh one out of ten tech goggles one being the worst ten being the best i'm gonna give it eight te- te- tech goggles because i okay. really enjoyed this episode um like i said it has a very dark feel to it mm-hmm. um i love that we got tarkin back again i love uh the i thought our our Heroes were great in this. Um, right. I love that we had uh, uh, director director uh, Krennic. He was in it. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? What, what's the line from Rogue One? Uh, don't choke on your admir. Uh, don't choke on your admirations. Aspirations. Or, aspirations. Director Krennic. Right. <laughs> I got to work on that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't use that one a lot, so I got to work on it. Um, yeah, uh, lots of cool little Easter eggs. Oh, we got another surprise visit from another, um, previous star Wars, uh, character, which I was pretty happy to see also. I'll, I'll hold off on that. Yeah. 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 Don't save this Um, for the spoilerific section. Yes. So yeah, overall, I thought this was a great two episodes and a great season finale and a fantastic cliff cliffhanger. Nice. Okay. Okay. Cool. Now for the Steven portion. <laughs> the the animation was great. Uh-oh. Was, I hate it when he starts off like that. <laughs> right. The story was good and interesting for a season finale. 
I hated it. Absolutely I hated it. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Um, Just because it was a cliffhanger. Um, yes and no. Um, I'm okay with cliffhangers to a certain degree. Um, I, 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 I want to be careful here. I don't want to spoil too much to be open with right. you guys. So I, I will say this. Is it worth seeing? Yeah, absolutely. Did I do any Steven skips? No, I did not. Um, oh, I watched good. every single moment. Um, I, um, but I, it, it was Empire Strikes Back. It's I, it, and a lot of you guys know, I, I don't enjoy the ending of Empire Strikes Back because it's like, oh, well, wait a minute. You didn't complete the story. Gosh, darn it. You know, that, those kinds well, of feelings. Of course, because it's a three-parter. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, um, and, and so it was, uh, it was, it, I really struggled. I really, really struggled with it. I knew you were um, uh, and so I'm like, ah, I mean, the animation's good. The characters are good. The reveals were interesting. The character, you know, the, or the, the different things that happened, I don't want to give too much away, or were fine. Um, but as far as storytelling and I guess what, what J.J. Abrams, Abrams calls the, the mystery box, um, um, you, you did not answer the mystery box for me personally. Um, some people may be fine with that, and that's totally okay. Um, but I... I would, I would have to say from uh, from just in and of themselves, the it was it was engaging, it was good, um, and and I was engaged, and so I, I would give them an eight. But if you ask me if it was a good season finale, I'd say I, I'd have to give it a two. Um, oh, so. Oh. <clears throat> Oh come on, Steven. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I, I know I'm it's your opinion, but come on it's too. Worth, it's worth seeing. It's good and enjoyable. It made me wonder if we were missing some episodes because of the way it ended. I'm I never. I, because, felt that way. Yeah. never. That's I okay. don't get why you felt that way. Okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll explain in the spoilerific territory. Sure. <laughs> now I got I do have a question for you though. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, I got a question for you though. Sure. You you brought up JJ Abrams and I I hate I hate the whole mystery box thing. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um but you you brought up the mystery box. So you said you felt that it didn't answer the mystery box. Now, let me ask you this. Which mm-hmm. mystery box? Wh- what cuz there's more than one mystery box throughout uh Bad Batch. And mm-hmm. I mean if if you're talking about the one that I think you're talking about, well, that, that gets, that's going to get answered next season. Um, I, I think that was pretty clear that it's going to get answered next season, if that's what you're talking about. But if you're talking about another one, okay, I agree with you, but what are you claiming to be the mystery box of this, these two episodes? Well, the, the biggest thing about this, this whole season was setting up for, for Tantus, in my opinion. Sure, uh, sure. I thought, oh, we're going to get more intentus. We're going to get more of what's going on. We didn't get really much of that at all. And and I thought for sure the way it led in also with Crosshair was uh, – well, let me rephrase that. We didn't get a good resolution to – what's happening at Tantus. You know, we're setting up Tantus. We know something's going on with clones. Okay, you're leading up. Oh, I can't wait to find out what the reveal is to say, you know, here's really what's happening. I mean, we can presuppose, we kind of know in a direction of where they're going, but nothing was revealed on that. Plus, okay. we had Crosshair 
in the whole thing about Crosshair and, and his journey, we did not get any kind of good um, arc for him. We did get the his change, which was great. That arc was fine. Let me say completion to that arc. I mean, the arc is always continuing. That's why it's called an arc. But right. we, we spent, you know, I would have thought for sure we would have had a really good we all come together as the bad batch again by the end. And because I thought that's where they were leading. Oh yeah. He's, he's changed. They're going to go get him. Hoorah. That mission of going to get him was never completed. And, and I was like, that would have made a good, good ending. But yet we did the cliffhanger thing. We did the empire strikes back thing. And, and that's just for me personally, that you you introduced all these things in this season, but not one thing got any type of completion per se. Okay. But crosshair, crosshair. Yes. We did not get a finalized answer on crosshair. I will grant you that, but crosshair led the bad batch to them. That was kind of the point point of crosshair at this point. He led them to them. That's, that's what I think his purpose was for this particular story. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we get a final answer? No, but I, I, I believe, I believe what's happening here is, I believe we are going to have only three seasons of of Bad Batch. This is my prediction, that, mm-hmm. and it's going to be classic Star Wars style: A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. That's what I believe this is. This is leading up to, right? Which is which is why I think we got this style of ending. That to me was very much like I, I wouldn't call it, you know, carbon copy of, of Empire Strikes Back, but um, it was in the style of the Empire Strikes Back. The seasons are in the style of the movies. Right. Exactly. Not that they're in, in any way carbon copies of the films like people claim the sequel trilogy is the sequel trilogy. Right. Everyone says, you know, uh uh, Force Awakens is a new hope and uh, Last Jedi is Empire Strikes Back and then so on and so forth. Right. Uh, I don't believe that these were anywhere near close to that, but they they follow the formula and theme of the original trilogy, right. which to me is not a bad thing. I the original you, trilogy, right. The original trilogy is the blueprint of Star Wars, of all Star Wars. So, so it's a good thing. <laughs> Right. Um, I would say this. Um, it is Star Wars. We do have a podcast that we do. <laughs> that is the only reason I would probably I'll watch season three. I have no desire to see season three because I okay, felt okay. like well, I was drug along and then you didn't give me any kind of good closure to the story. You introduced some interesting things. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I struggled with it. So. Anyway, we should talk about what we like and what we don't yeah. like. Get spoilerific Actually, territory. Let's go back to that when we get a little bit into predictions. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. All right. Um, yeah. As far as the uh, special guest that showed up, I kind of gave one away. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. You did give one away. All right. Yeah, so, everybody, sorry. we're moving into spoilerific. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoilerific territory, everybody. Um, because we do want to talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, you know, kind of a things. There's a plenty to like to be open with you. 
I mean, even in the even in their own, they're I give them eights. Um, so there are some great aspects to the storytelling. So yes, you know, if if you add your two scores together, you gave it a ten. So (laughs) (laughs) well played, well played, Mike. That was good. That was Uh, yes. We we got a couple of little Easter eggs, a couple uh, cameos. Director Krennic showed up. I was very happy to see Krennic in this. Um, Mm. I would like to see Krennic come back next season. I think he will. That'll be pretty cool. And then we got Saw Gerrera show up, which I thought was pretty yeah. dark. Cool. Um, I would have been a little happier if it would have been Forrest Whitaker's voice, but I think it's the actor that played Saw in Clone Wars that's still voicing him, which is fine. I mean, that's cool. You know, he's still on the younger side. He's not quite the grizzled old Saw. Crazy. Yeah. But you, crazy still got saw. Some, you still got some of his his purpose-driven what's the word his code oh. his code of what he's doing and why he's doing it really oh yeah well i think they i think really that, did a nice job with that oh yeah i think that character stays consistent with yeah. who he but is in, in D language we would call him chaotic good probably chaotic good yeah i don't know <laughs> with it. and yeah we'll have to ask angie here in a minute too but yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I was really happy to see Saw Gerrera. Um, it kind of sucked because he was kind of going against our heroes in this, um, mm-hmm. and which kind of threw them for a loop and made mm-hmm. it a little difficult for them. But uh, but overall, it was great seeing him. You know, it's like oh yeah, Saw Gerrera, nice tie to the Rogue One. You know, right. which is which is a very good Disney made movie, by the way. Rogue One is really good. I enjoy mm-hmm. that. So yeah, those are things I really like. Oh, and I like that. Um, what's his face? The little droid. Uh, gosh, now I forgot his name. I had it this morning. I can't think of it. Uh, the little droid that did belong to Cad Bane. I love that he's he's in it, and you know. Uh, oh, I missed that. How did you miss that? You must have Steven skipped then, because he's with uh, he's with Omega. You know when when they send Omega to try and uh, get the tech. Toto 360? Yeah. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, he's not. To- oh, okay. Maybe it's not the same droid. He looks just like the droid with Cad Bane. Sorry. Yeah, I just didn't make the connection. I, I guess I got the name. I got the names confused and stuff. Right. Yeah, he looks just like that droid that, that Cad Bane had, um, which I like that droid. I think he's cool. <laughs> he's a fun droid. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I, I thought these episodes were really good. I... Uh, go ahead. I don't know. You frustrate me, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just frustrate me. Look, um, you can like it. I'm not saying you shouldn't like it. I'm not saying. I'm just saying it's just a preference thing for me. For the ending of a season is all. So the, you you you're talking all these mystery boxes and all this crap. And first of all, I hate the mystery boxes to begin with. I hate that whole. Uh, let, uh, let me rephrase it rather than mystery box for you. Okay. First you're, of all, it's, that's, that's uh, uh, uh Jar Jar. Uh, yeah. Adams, <laughs> Abrams, whatever. Yeah. My, I, I guess I just use that terminology to give, uh, give a concept of you introduce certain story elements that you did not fully bring to fruition within the story, if that makes sense. And well, I, get I, get it. I understand what you're saying. I, 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 and I, I get the idea of using the mystery box as a, 
um, way of conveying that. I understand that completely. It's just Star Wars is filled with that, though. I mean, we get that all the time where we get seeds planted, uh, you know, in places, and then we don't get the fruition till much later sometimes. You know, it just it's it's part of Star Wars. It's ingrained right. in the blueprints of Star Wars. Sure. So sure. I, I just don't get why you get frustrated over that, because to me, it's not that big a deal. It's like, OK, well, yeah, we're going to get this. It'll just be later. It's not that big a deal. Listen, you know? I'm not patient. You, That's what it boils down to. <laughs> I, 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 I don't it, deal it, well it, with delayed gratification. Anti- it's planting seeds for future storytelling. That's what it's doing. I'm okay with those. I, I'm okay with that aspect. I understand what you're saying. And, um, and you know, a seed takes time to grow. It doesn't just pop out. <laughs> again, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. I get that. I think there were things they were set in my mind. I thought there were things they were setting up for this season that it was, you know, it was, you know, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's you know. I mean, would I have liked? Uh, would I have liked to seen the complete story arc of of uh, Crosshair? Um, sure, I would have loved to see that. But I think this goes back into I have a deep seated issue with movies in general when they the the good guys don't win and. Um, I guess that's the expectation I have. It's the reason I watch movies because I don't want. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't want the. Um, how shall I say? I understand. You know, if you have, I mean, Good Night, the Star Trek, the season three, the Locutus episodes, where there was the big season finale was a huge cliffhanger. Um, kind of a thing, but I knew it wasn't going to be a whole year later. It was just going to be over the summer, you know, to wait, see what happens. I get that. I understand that. The, no, don't do that. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying that when I watch movies, I like the escapism where, you know, eventually the good guy wins in the end. I do struggle in all openness about the, you know, if, if you don't have some kind of, I get tension points, but if you don't have some kind of, some kind of resolution by the end of the movie, I really struggle with that. And so that's, that's really what this is boiling down to. Like the, the movie that really about killed me was Arlington road um, where it was just a shocker at the end where the good guy didn't win. And I'm like, I just wasted an hour and a half of my life, you know, for where probably the, the, the people who created them were like, oh, we'll just do a big twist and we'll be known for the big twist at the end. Yeah, that doesn't do it for me. And I think that that may be some of that and just just in an openness of that, of just I like the escapism of movies. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. OK, well, number one, I don't know what Arlington Heights is, so I've never seen Arlington it. Road. Sorry. Arlington yeah. Road. I have no idea what that is. Um, second of all, did Arlington Road have a continuation to answer the the cliffhanger no that's why i agree with you on that star wars yeah does empire strikes back had an answer it came in return of the jedi now the reason i gave you the world's smallest violin is you say well i can't wait this long 
Well, back in the day, we had to wait over three years to get the answer. Now we get it a lot quicker than we did. You know, it, it's coming. It, the answer's coming. They're not going to leave us hanging that long. It's not. Um, I, I remember days when it was different, though. <laughs> right. It was totally different. We argued for, th- I remember as a kid arguing for three years whether Luke was actually uh, Vader's son or not. Because, you know, it was revealed in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, right. At the end. And there was three years of fan discussions of was Vader lying? Was he not? We don't have to wait that long. It's not It's not going to be that long a wait. And right. we get stuff in between. <laughs> we didn't get that back then. Right, that's true, too. Uh, the only thing we had in between was the Marvel Star Wars comic books. And that was it. And that was... That was a Marvel team making up their own stuff. That wasn't even official Star Wars, technically. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we got no answers. So, uh, you know, I just, I don't mean to dismiss what you're saying. It's just, wait, <laughs> it's coming. It, the answer's coming, Steve. Oh, sure. That's all, that's all I got to say. And you're putting this in perspective of a movie. This is not a movie. It's a television series. They're done mm-hmm. differently. I get what you say about a movie. It needs to be answered quicker in a film because you only have two to three, you know, maybe four hours, depending on the film. Um, <laughs> if, if Zack Snyder's making it four hours, <laughs> right. You know, uh, but you only have two to three hours in a film and you need to wrap things up unless of course you're planning on extending it into multiple films. Then I get the idea of a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. you know, in multiple films. Now, yes, you are right. If you have a cliffhanger at a film and you're only planning on doing one film, well, yeah, you're a jerk. <laughs> well, it wasn't really a cliffhanger. It was just the good guy didn't win in the end. And I need, you know, I, I, and that's where I'm like within a within a film, you know, you have a whole, you know, you have a beginning, yeah, middle, and hero's end. Journey. And yeah. here I felt like, again, just like Empire, it's like, well, we stopped in the middle. But the story's not over. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Know? And and all I'm saying is I just that's just my expectation. With any kind of even a TV show, even a TV show, I expect something in the, you know, some kind of arc in there. And then I get that you may have a continuing arc that may be introduced, kind of a thing too. But don't you find it boring if the if the hero always wins every single episode? No, you're talking about tension points. I'm okay with tension points and that kind of a thing. So I and so, yeah, so I'm going to drop it. No, I'm going to drop it because I, I get where you're saying and stuff. It's just something that, you know, I just, you know, it's just a difference just, of opinion. I, yeah, I just don't. I don't get it. That's all. I don't. That's get OK. It. I understand where you're coming from. I, you know, I get it. And, and I'm just saying it's just a preference point. But I want to hear what your favorite parts were in, in these two episodes. Oh, favorites. That's hard to say. <laughs> um, I mean, I. I like the fact that we had Krennic, but I got to admit the scenes were slightly boring. You know, it's just a bunch of old guys in a room. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It was like nothing was going on though. Um, Right. I I do like, I do love, and I wanted to bring this up the fact that I, I get a kick out of. So the empire is all against the clones, right? They hate the clones. They want to get rid of the clones. The clones, 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 clones are bad, 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 bad. Okay, but yet every time you see something major happening, 
like in right. this episode when they're trying to capture the bad batch yeah guess what shows up these guys what are we looking at so let everybody you're looking at the cover of star wars republic commando uh number one written by karen travis which by the way we did have karen we did interview karen travis Mm -hmm. Uh, unfortunately she would not talk about star wars but that's her preference (laughs) that's her preference as an author she can do that I didn't say she can't do that. It's just, why do you think we wanted you? (laughs) It's just frustrating to me. (laughs) Your biggest books. And that's what we wanted to talk to you about. And you refuse to talk about it. Anyway, anyway. Um, Yeah. You can go back and and look up uh, our episode with Karen Travis. Unfortunately, it's just an audio episode. We do not have video of that one. That was back before we were, uh, very adamant about doing video and she uh she was adamant she wouldn't be on the video anyway so <laughs> right so uh she had she had some strange some strange uh rules but it's okay she was a good interview it was a fun episode anyway uh in republic commando you have basically uh darth vader's 501st that's these super commando troopers um which are awesome looking troopers and i want action figures of them they came out with action figures years ago of them, and I missed them. And now they're they're all very expensive on the secondary market. Right? <laughs> anyway, uh, but now that they're such a prominent feature in in uh, yeah, they're uh, coming back. I bet you they are. Best, they need to they need to redo those action figures, and I want them. Right. Anyway, uh, but it's I find it funny every time something major happens the the uh republic commandos show up and it's like yeah they're clones you know you guys hate the clones so much but you rely on them because you know they're the best i mean mm-hmm. that's pretty much the 501st which is darth vader's elite troop and uh also known as da- vader's fist so i i'm like i i just find it funny that you know they hate them so much but yet they rely on these guys because they know how good they are, you know, they're definitely better than any stormtrooper out there. <laughs> right, right. So, um, yeah, it was cool seeing them show up. Uh, I liked, I like, like I said, I like the little droid Easy or whatever his name is. I liked him. I like seeing him with Omega. Those are fun episodes. Um, yeah, uh, it it was or not episodes, but scenes. Um, a lot of cool little things in it, you know, that I really enjoyed, but. I think we should move on to the big, big uh, thing that happened in this episode. Sure. Because there's a looming question there. Yeah. Okay. There, there is, as you would say, Stephen, it's a mystery box. Okay. Um, so, Tech is hanging off of the uh, bottom of the rail car, whatever that, the uh, sky car, whatever you want to call that thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, those things remind me of the things that used to, Six Flags used to have when I was a kid, and they got rid of them because somebody died on one of them. <laughs> and I would never go on them when I was a kid anyway because I was scared to death of those things. Right. Well, we uh, just reinforced that, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is Disney has something like that, and we wrote it when when we went to Disney. Um, but, yeah, I don't think I'd want to write it after watching this episode. <laughs> right. Anyway, oh, and something happened at Disney like that too, where it ran into the. Anyway, 
don't want to freak anyone out who's going to Disney, but, um, so yeah, Tex hanging off of one of those cars and, uh, he basically gives himself up to save the bad batch, you know, um, drops to his death or, well, that's the big question. We don't that's know. Right. Question. Is tech dead? Uh, I say no. I say no. Tech is not dead. There is no body. Therefore, there is no death. If this was the walking dead and we were talking dead, talking dead always had the uh, memorandum uh, portion of their show after every episode where they pay tribute to whoever is dead. If, if they did not get a clear answer and a body, they didn't go in the memorandum tech would not be in the memorandum. So therefore I don't believe tech's dead. If there's no body, he's not dead. That's my thought. Let me ask you this. Um, I saw it coming when they were leaving when they were leaving for the to to take the trip, you know, so they were leaving the the new home that they have, and then the one girl, the one lady, was like, you know, yeah, it was this weird, awkward moment. I'm like, they're trying to set up some kind of love thing for them, but there's been nothing to lead up to that. Yeah, he's dead. He's not going to make I, it. I disagree with. There's been nothing to lead up to that because there's been a couple other episodes where she's she pays more attention to him yeah okay i can give you that i just it was just the first time they really brought out oh yeah they hit it hard and you could tell you could tell and i honestly i think they've been building up to it for the last several episodes because there's been a lot of attention paid to tech in the season a lot more and tech was oh, yeah. i mean he had his almost whole episode on the racing one. Oh yeah which was a great episode it was a great episode yeah i love that episode i thought that was fun it was um, fun so yeah i i think for like half the season they've been leading up to this finale quote unquote finale yeah. of tech is what i leave yeah but but no body no death <laughs> right Right. I'm sorry. All we saw was him fall into the clouds. He's disappeared. And then Hemlock throws the goggles at uh, Hunter. Yeah, and and I'm like, find. yeah, it's all we can find. Yeah, sure. That's all. I think you got tech hidden away somewhere. He's right. probably right next to Crosshair. <laughs> or. He goes and saves them from Tantus that he was able to use the tracker from one of the clones and was able to go find him. Because if that's all they could find of him or that was all that was left. Uh, okay. Okay. So you're going with you're, you're going with the idea that Hemlock's actually not lying and that they actually couldn't find the body. I mean, there there's that. There is that possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't really think of that. Uh, I, I guess that's possible. Sure. And then they make tech kind of the big hero um, early on next season. That hmm, it's not a bad storyline. I like it. I like it. I, That's going to be my head cannon because I'm not going to watch season three. No, yes, you are. <laughs> you say that now, but then as soon as you see the prequels or the the uh, pre- previews. previews, you're going to go, "Oh wow, we got to watch Bad Batch." Yeah. I think it's my time structure thing too. I only have so much time. I'm like, you know what? Nah, nah, I'm going to go on to something else like Mandalorian. 
you know, you know, before you took on your second job, I would give you a hard time about the time structure thing, but I can't give you a hard time about it. <laughs> I can't give you a hard time at all about that now. Right. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. I get it. I get it. I totally get that. Um, no, I, I, I think, uh, I think he's not dead. I do like your idea that um, the, but we could go with the other the other direction where Hemlock actually has him, and then he and Crosshair have to team up to save the Bad Batch to get out of the facility and save Bad Batch, uh, which I like That'd that be, idea too. Mm-hmm. because then that gives us the the story arc of Crosshair, and I think we're moving towards that. I think we are moving towards where Crosshair, um, he either switches sides completely, switches back completely, or he uh, helps them finish this, and then he goes off on his own. There, There is that possibility, too, because I could see that, because he's not like the rest of the team. Right. He is his own person, you know. he He doesn't have the same, you know... I don't think he looks at everybody, you know, well, they're, they're our brother, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so. Oh yeah. Good call. I don't know. I don't know exactly where we're going. He's still a mystery. He's still somewhat of a mystery, which by the way, I like him being a mystery. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, so crosshair, I believe is not dead. That's where we are with that. You mean you mean tech? Or yeah, I meant tech. I meant yeah, yeah, tech. yeah, yeah. I believe tech is not dead. Then we get to the other big mystery box. Dun, 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 dun. The one that I went, what? <laughs> and it takes me back to Darth Vader. Okay, sister, you have a twin sister. Perhaps if you will not turn, she will. Right. It's revealed that very end, yeah. yeah. That the the woman with Hemlock, Hemlock's assistant, just because that's I, I lack of better information. I'm assuming she's his assistant, right? Um, she reveals to to uh, Omega, 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 tomato, tomato, <laughs> potato, potato. Anyway. She remi- right. uh, she reveals to Omega that she is Omega's sister, and yeah, bam, mind blowing. I was just like, "What? Yeah, uh, what the heck does this mean?" So we have another female clone who appears to be older than Omega. Yeah, so I'm shocked. I don't know where they're going with this. I have no clue. And I was like, oh, crap, Steven's going to hate this. <laughs> um, at that point, I really didn't care. Because <laughs> I was just like, whatever. You know, because there wasn't anything to indicate that or anything. And I know you want to have a big surprise and stuff like that. But I was just like, really? That's where you're going to go with this? That she's a sister? It just didn't okay it was there but it just didn't intrigue me i'm like all right whatever you know kind of a thing it was just my mind (laughs) does it that's yeah for me i was just like i mean it was the darth vader moment it was the i am your father moment now she said she was her mother i've been like what 
Well, that no, we know that's not <laughs> right. They're clones of Django Fett. Is she a, is she a clone or is she? Alice is closer to her mother than anybody. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Which and, I love that line when she said, hmm, interesting. You trust the Camonian more than you trust me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, but I don't know you. Oh, you know me better than you think you know me. Right. Yeah. yeah that was like, well, whatever. Now I will agree with Brenda put in the chat. She said her mystery box is Omega. Um, and finding out more about her origin. I thought for sure we would have gotten more this season than what we did about her. Cause really we didn't get any answers about who she is. And that's been rolling since season one. Yeah. Omega, her growth has just been in, you know, her learning her place within the bad batch, um, learning her skills and stuff, Yeah, which has been good. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's been great. I, I I love that. Um, yeah, you're right on that. Uh, they have not revealed much. We still don't know why the empire is so adamant about getting Omega. What is mm-hmm. so important about her? Um, but now we get this whole, she has a sister, which means they all have, a, they all have another sister. Um, right. And so question is, is there more females out there that we didn't know about? Are, or are they still the only two or, you know, Right. Why have they been hidden? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. Now, I I will give you the mystery box on this one. That, to me, was the big mystery box of this whole season was uh, this I am your sister moment. Yeah. Omega, I am your sister. (laughs) Really? Okay. I think for me, I think some of it I'm not intrigued by it because – I enjoyed, in all openness, I enjoyed the uniqueness of Omega. We have a female clone. And in in that she may be the only one, or she's the only one all we knew. And then now we're going to throw in another one. Just doesn't. I get what you're saying. It it, doesn't make her unique. It doesn't make her unique anymore. And and I'm like, well, why is she with the empire or something? You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, I just, now I just don't. Well, as far as she's her being with the empire, I mean, we have clones that switch sides with no question. So. Oh, sure. That's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I, I guess for me, it's just, I'm not, I'm just not intrigued in it. I mean, I Order 66 came down and they just went snap, you know? Right. So right. I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't concern me as much. The fact that she is working for the empire, but we also don't know really where her heart is in all this. You know, we've just seen her assisting Hemlock mm-hmm. and, you know, and there's, there's been times where she warned Crosshair, you know, right. don't, don't, you know, don't cross him, right. you know? Uh, do what he says, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know, the, now that I think back to that, it's like, why would she even care to warn him before? And now it's like, Oh wait, she's warning him because he's her brother. That's why she's warning him. Mm-hmm. And there's something there. So maybe there is something in her. That's somewhat that's good. I like that. Sure. Like yeah. Amiga, you know? Yeah. Obviously, she's not exactly like Omega, but mm-hmm. you know, and maybe she feels that working within the Empire 
is her way of, you know, combating them. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I think we'll find it. Oh, I, well, I know we'll find out more in season three of exactly who she is and why. I do agree right. with you, though. It does make uh, Omega not so unique. And that was probably one of the biggest things about Omega was the fact that she was unique and different than all the other clones and such. Yeah. So, but I'm still open to this and, and I want to see where they're going. I, look, Dave Filoni wrote this and the man knows how to write Star, Star Wars. So um, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, let's, let's see what Dave Filoni has. This is his baby <laughs> and he's good. He's good. So, if nothing else, just wait for what Dave, Dave Filoni has for us. I promise you he's going to take us for a ride. Okay. All right. <laughs> right on. So we may not cover season three episode by episode, just like we didn't cover season two episode by episode, but we will be covering it. <laughs> Even if it is beginning, middle, and end like we did this this season. But Right, right. Or or no. it just ends up being just Mike hosting by himself with some special oh, guests. Wow. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a threat. No, I got a feeling when when the trailers come around, you're going to go, oh, wow, did you see that? And I'm going to go, I told you, I told you. Right. <laughs> What's going to happen is now that you said that, it's going to be, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's not, it's just because I said that. <laughs> right. Because right. inside you're going to be going, oh, it was so good. I don't want to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what we're gonna get. We'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens, <laughs> and we'll see if you. Admit we will it. see. <laughs> we will see. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Anything else in the show that you really you picked uh, out? Now, really, the major stuff that I enjoyed. I I, I want to ask you. So yeah, with your frustration of the ending, mm-hmm. how do you feel season one versus season two? They're about the same. Season one was really good about introducing new characters and setting everything up and the tension points. I enjoyed the battles in the first season with Crosshair and the Bad Batch there at the end. That was really good. Um, This season was a little different. Um, I am glad we didn't get as much snatch and grab stuff. I am thankful for that. Um, The... Um, uh, the development of Omega as becoming more and more part of the team was really good. You know, learning to fly, learn, you know, those kinds of things. It, w- it was really good and fun. The, I love the introduction of the, the safe haven kind of a thing, you know, uh, okay. I, I really enjoyed that making the connections with the people there. Um, I thought that was good. So they're, they're about the same because they're different. They're, they're different tones. They're, they're different. Um, you know, the first one was just learning to survive. The second one was finding their place, you know, finding who they are. And I, I did enjoy the transition of the thought process that we're more than soldiers now. And I, and I, and becoming more of a family. Um, I did enjoy that theme quite a bit in the second season. So each one has its own, each, each season had its own. Did I like the continuation of the story? 
in general between season one into season two? Yes, I did. Um, um, so it wasn't worse than season one at all, at all. I felt season two was a big improvement over season one. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed season one a lot. You know, it was fun. It was very A-team esque. We talked about that a lot last season. Yeah. Um, and I love the A-team. I love it. it. You know, A-team was one of my favorite TV shows growing up, but I got tired of the A-team style. So I was thrilled that we were moving away from the A-team stuff. And like yeah. you said, building into the uh, family aspect of it and everything. I enjoy that. I like how they, they become became so protective of Amiga and everything. Um, so I just thought, I just thought season two was a big improvement over season one mm-hmm. and I'm hoping season three will be even bigger improvement. Oh, we did forget to, uh, <laughs> mention something else that was very empire strike backish sure. about this episode. And it was, uh, um, uh, what's her face? Um, now I'm blanking on her name. Uh, yeah. The, the one that sends them on all the missions. Sid. Uh, yeah, thank you, Sid. Sid turning on them. Mm-hmm. Very much like Lando Calrissian when Lando gave up our heroes to the Empire mm-hmm. in Empire Strikes Back. When, when we get the moment, we would be honored if you join us. Right. Uh, one, one of the coolest dinner. moments in, in Empire Strikes Back, by the way. Um, although I felt Sid was a little different than lando uh, i felt lando you know lando was all i had no choice they arrived just before you did you know and and lando thought he was giving up a nobody because he had no clue of who luke skywalker was mm-hmm. you know because he felt that he thought he trusted the empire and thought that they were going to hand over han and leia and chewy to him if if uh he gave uh, gave up luke and then, of course, the Empire turns on him and says, no, 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 no. We're taking them with us. You're not, you don't get to keep them. So, but with Sid, there wasn't even that. Sid just gave him up, you know. Yeah, it almost seemed almost out of nowhere kind of a thing. Um, I disagree with that. But Well, I on. mean, she was mad at him and blah, blah, blah. We got that little communique, whatever, you know, kind of a thing. And, the, well, we're, re, you know, we're re-looking at our relationship with her and stuff. And I get that. Yeah, and but I, I get- never trusted Sid from day one. She's, she's all, and we've had little warnings through both seasons. You know, like this season, we had the one guy, uh, <laughs> Ernie Hudson. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he told the Bad Batch, don't trust don't her. Trust her. Right. Don't trust her. I mean, right. he flat out told them not to trust right. her. Right. Because you know, he knows who she is. And so, I mean, honestly, it wasn't a surprise. I I knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. I knew she was going to give him up. And I figured it was going to be the end of, right. end of the season where she does it. But, oh, man, this is the way she did it, too. You know, here, have a drink because I know they're coming. <laughs> right. Have a free drink. Right. Yeah, they're they're about to walk in the door. You know, I don't know. It just felt even dirtier than when Lando gave him up. You know, uh, so that was the other Empire Strikes Backish. 
Yeah, I, I think the difference is, is we, you know, in Empire Strikes Back, we see Lando kind of turn to try to help. Oh, quickly. Uh, see, yeah, and we don't see that with Sid, which which is interesting. Right. Um, I, I do. I do think Sid had remorse, though. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so, I mean, I, I I think she's still. She will still be on Bad Batch's yeah, side. This is why I was surprised. I'm like 16. This can't be the end of the season. <laughs> this is why I asked. How many episodes were there? Because this can't be the end. This can't 16. be the end of the there season. There were 16 for season one. You're, you're leaving so much undone. I'm like, wait a minute. This You can't stop here. So, yeah. Uh, go back and watch Empire Strikes Back, Stephen. <laughs> There's a reason. Empire Strikes Back is not my number one Star Wars film. Empire Strikes Back is some of the best Star Wars and just one of the greatest movies in cinematic history. <laughs> and then, yeah, sorry. Now, I wouldn't call this the best, you know, right. uh, Star Wars animation right. by, no, you know, not by far, I wouldn't call that the best right. Star Wars animation, but right. I still enjoyed it. Do I enjoy it as much as Empire? No. No right. way. It doesn't right. touch Empire Strikes Back. But I thought it was intriguing. I thought it was dark. And uh, I don't know. Overall, I just, I like these two episodes. I enjoyed them. You know, yep. I will definitely rewatch them before season three starts or like probably right before season three starts. Just now nah, it's too traumatic for me. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, I'll, I'll rewatch them for you. <laughs> Right on. Guess what? Right I'll on. probably rewatch Empire Strikes Back before then too, because <laughs> I love it. The best. Uh, well, I'll, I'll probably think, watch your favorite before then too. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably watch Last it. Jedi before I watch Empire Strikes Back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. 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 It's not gonna happen. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope, can't make me do it. Nope. Right. Sorry. If I watch the uh, Last Jedi, it's going to be without the uh, sound. It'll just be the the soundtrack, which is the most incredible thing about Last Jedi. It is Jedi. a good soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> it's John Williams. Oh wait, that's one last thing. One last thing. I know we're carrying on. Sorry. We are. Yeah, uh, go ahead. The music in this beautiful. It was beautiful. good. Kevin Kiner is a freaking genius. He does amazing Star Wars soundtracks. I love all of his music. I mean, I love his music almost as much as I love uh, John Williams' music. Everyone knows John Williams is my favorite. And, man, they need to give him a movie. If they're going to do another movie like they claim they're going to, they need to give Kevin Kiner a movie soundtrack. Let him do a movie soundtrack. Let him play in a movie and, and just let him go. Because I think he'd do a fantastic job. He does incredible work on all these Clone Wars and Bad Batch. Uh, there, there isn't a, a a music piece he's done yet that I did not enjoy. And yeah. and I think the music in season two of Bad Batch has been uh, hold your butt has been superior to the music in Mandalorian season three. Honestly. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, and I I love I love the music in in season one and two of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Three has not been all of uh, what's his name, uh, 
<laughs> you know his name better than I do. Uh, uh, I couldn't pronounce his name, but I know yeah. Ludwig. Yeah. Uh, season two has been interspersed with somebody else doing it. And I don't know. It's just, it's not, it's not what season one and season two were. Uh, I, I, but Kevin Kiner, man, mm. he's awesome. The guy is mm. a freaking genius. He's just mm-hmm. amazing, especially at Star Wars stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give, Disney, give Kevin Kiner a Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming from a, a diehard John Williams fan. <laughs> right. Right on. Give right us Kevin. On. <laughs> all right that's all i got to say about that that's all i got to say about that all right everybody well hey thank you so much for joining us for this episode of two geeks and a microphone please 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 comment uh below because um we had some interesting thoughts in this episode so we want to hear from you as well um also everybody just a real quick shout out um one of the things that we have, one of our sponsors is with Podbean. So I'm going to put a link in the chat, um, which is podbean.com slash communicate. That is our link. We're, one of our sponsors is Podbean, who we use for our audio podcast. We've been using them for woo, woo, so, uh, two years. Since we started. Yeah. Since we started. Podbean's we, been good to us. We like Podbean. We do. And if you want to try it out, um, click that link and I'm going to show you where it takes you. Where it takes you is going to be, oh, it's going to actually have me do this one here. This is where it will take you. Record, publish, and grow your podcast. So it's kind of an opportunity for you. If you just want to try it out, I want to show you. I don't know if it'll, it'll allow me to do this or not. No, this I I love learning new things. And when we share the screen, sometimes you pick exactly what tab you are picking. But uh, if you want to try it out, uh, you can actually try it for free. What we love about it more than anything else is you get unlimited podcasting. One of the things we learned with a lot of other podcast hosts is you only get so much time or so many hours. And, um, and, and so we enjoyed it. We can publish as much as we want, however much we want. What's great about Podbean, it is also helps you set up your connections with all the major podcast platforms like iTunes and Google Podcasts and many, many more, Stitcher and iHeartRadio and even Amazon. Um, and so it's been really nice to be able to have it to distribute. Oh, even on Spotify, because we are even on Spotify, the two geeks are. So Podbean had a lot to do with that. Now, if you are curious about how much it is, I, I do want to share with you what that is. So I've got to go back to share screen and then pick out what the pricing is. <laughs> Isn't StreamYard awesome? I love it, actually. I really enjoy it. Um, so in their basic plan, if you just want to try it out, just to see if you like it, you can get started for free with five hours total. So once you hit five hours, you'll have to go to a paid plan. Uh, but it does give you the opportunity to try it out. We actually do the unlimited audio plan, just nine bucks a month. That's if you pay yearly. It's $14 a month if you just do it monthly on the monthly plan. You know how those things go, everybody. But again, unlimited storage space, unlimited bandwidth, and there's a whole lot more. Um, there's even a Podbean app 
as well. So anyway, I just want you to check that out if you would. Um, it, you know, if you're interested in that, it does help with the show. And um, again, that um, that is going to be, or the the location is podbean podbean.com slash communicate. Um, and so that helps us with the show if you decide you want to do that. We also are thinking about actually doing some other helps for folks who are interested in doing podcasts. And we'll have that more coming up soon. All right. All right. And we, um, yeah. one, one other thing, sorry, I almost forgot. Kofi.com. If you want to help support us and all, check us out at Kofi.com slash two geeks. Um, we have extra stuff there. Pretty excited about just the community that is there as well. Awesome. And last but certainly not least, please go like uh, like us on Facebook, subscribe to us over here on YouTube, give the bell a little tickle so you'll get, receive notifications of when we go live. We go live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. You do the math on the rest. <laughs> um, and uh, that's about it. Yeah, make sure you like and subscribe to us on YouTube because it does help the algorithm. It likes it when you do that, and it allows other people to see us in their feed and so on and so forth. And we just like to see that YouTube grow. Um, Facebook has grown pretty good. Uh, I stay pretty active on Facebook and love to get anyone's comments over there on Facebook. Please make sure and go like us over there and, you know, say hi, you know, right on. All right. With that said, anything else, Steven? Nope. It's all good. Thanks, man. Thanks for a lively discussion. Yeah. You know, I, I love the fact that you and I don't always agree on everything. We're not, we don't always see eye to eye on everything. Right. So sometimes we have these moments where it's like, I really enjoyed it. And you're, eh, it's kind of, it's, it's all right. <laughs> but uh, it just shows we're real. We're not, you know, we're not just on here promoting Star Wars because it's not like uh, Disney's uh, throwing us Pains. a bone here. So, right. <laughs> Threw us a bone. Threw us a bone, dude. <laughs> anyway, so. That's that's one of the things I enjoy about this. You and I can have disagreements and still walk away smiling. And still be okay. Yeah. That's right. All right. Cool. All right. With that said, over and out. And uh, um, I don't know. May the force be with you. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 